0: Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, LLC. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-Step Recovery program, and I don't claim to speak for any 12-Step Fellowship. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 127. You don't have to believe the stories going through your head. If you're a fan of this podcast and want to support it, please check me out on Patreon. If you're not familiar, Patreon is a platform created by creators for creators that allows them to be supported and rewarded for their work by their fans and followers. You can find me at patreon.com slash coaching. I read something from another fellow in recovery the other day where he said, reality is always so much kinder than the story I tell myself about it. He went on to talk about how there were a lot of fucked up things going on as his drinking progressed. And one of the worst parts for him in hitting his bottom was the way that he thought first, he absolutely hated himself. Then he thought that everyone else hated him too. He also thought that he'd completely ruined his career, that all of his relationships were over, and that he'd be alone forever. When he got into recovery and started sharing those stories with other people and heard back from them, he realized that those were not at all the perceptions that others had of him. His sponsor reminded him to focus on the present. How are you right now in this very moment? What is going on for you right now, which helped him realize if I just live my life one day at a time, then it's a lot less painful because I can focus on what I have and what's going on right now. I can make plans for the future, but I don't need to live into the wreckage of the future. That's what I call it. Barb calls it anyway. If you want to hear more about what that means to me, about how to stop going in living into the wreckage of the future episode 29 is called don't live into the wreckage of the future some people call it catastrophizing but whatever you call it you don't have to live like that it's harmful for a variety of reasons which I go into into that other episode just know that you don't have to live into the wreckage of the future even though I've always been an optimist I didn't know that I was also living into the wreckage of the future and replaying negative situations from the past my entire life before I got into recovery. One of the reasons the slogan, One Day at a Time, is so popular is that it's a fantastic directive for how to live your life, especially when you first get into recovery. In fact, I have an episode about that as well. It's number 118. In any case, what is the story you're telling yourself? Are you telling yourself that you have to have a contingency plan for every single thing that might ever go wrong for the rest of your life? Are you telling yourself horrible things about yourself, about the situations that you're in, the relationships you're in, about all of your circumstances? Are you telling yourself that the reason people dropped off that committee you're on is because you're a loser and they want you to know it? Or is the story that you're telling yourself, your friend has stopped being so loving because of something you did, that you have no idea what that is? Because if these are the kinds of stories you're telling yourself, you're not going to have a very good life. The good news is you can change the channel. You can change what you're telling yourself. You do not have to live at the mercy of the things going through your head. One of the game changers for me in recovery was coming to understand that I don't have to believe my thoughts. So here's an example of something that happened to me very recently. It's an illustration of how the story I made up is making things worse. So I have these awesome new camping chairs that I got recently, and my sweetheart and I were going across the street to the beach to hang out, watch the sunset, and have a little fire. And he grabbed his own camping chair from the back of his car instead of using one of my fabulous chairs. And for some reason, I took it personally. When I thought about what I was feeling, I realized that I felt rejected. I was telling myself that this is somehow him rejecting me because he doesn't want to use my camping chair. Now, because I'm in recovery and I've done a lot of thought work and other kinds of work, I knew that that was ridiculous because this man absolutely adores me, but I still had this feeling and I had to do some very purposeful thinking to tell myself a new story, that this is not a statement about he feels about you, Barb. In fact, his actions show me all the time that he adores me, loves me dearly, enjoys spending time with me, and it's the opposite of rejection. Yet my mind tells me stories like this. Not as much as it used to, of course, but it still happens. The thing is, now that I'm in recovery, I know those thoughts are not true. They don't represent reality. They're not based on truth and fact, as Michelle Chalfant of the Adult Chair podcast would say. Before recovery, I didn't understand that I didn't have to believe my thoughts. My thoughts. So you can see why my life is so much different, among other things, because of all the rest of recovery, too. So I caution you to pay attention to the stories that you're weaving in your head about other people, about other people's motives, about yourself, about what's possible, about the future. If you keep telling yourself, I'm never going to be able to X, or I'm always going to have to Y, or she will always A, B, C try telling yourself a different story. See what happens when you try telling yourself a different story. Remember the fellow at the beginning of this episode? He had decided that his career was over and it wasn't. He had decided he'd ruined every relationship he'd ever had and that he'd never be happy again. And that proved not to be the case. He's now in a loving, healthy, committed relationship. He thought everybody around him hated him just like he hated himself. And it turned out that instead, everybody around him had been terribly worried about him and wished that he'd get some help. But he didn't know any of that because he didn't actually ask people. He just went with the stories that he made up in his head. So my question for you, dear listener, is what is the story you're telling yourself What's the story that's not allowing you to break out of your patterns? What's the story that's going to allow you to have an amazing future? My guess is that like me and the fellow I just mentioned, you're telling yourself stories and acting like they're facts. You're describing maybe a situation or another person and you're acting like it's the truth when it's not. It's just something you're telling yourself. It was not a fact that my sweetheart was rejecting me by using his own chair. The fact is, he likes his chair better than mine. It has absolutely nothing to do with how he feels about me. The fact is, the majority of the time, the vast majority of the time, Other people's actions have absolutely nothing to do with us. Think about you and how you make decisions about what you're going to do about something or how you're going to handle something. Chances are it's your entire lifetime of experience and perceptions that are the primary guides for how you make your decisions rather than every single person you know and how every single one of them is going to react. The same is true for others. So I'll end with this. What's the story you're telling yourself? Is that the story you want to tell yourself? If not, then what is the story you want to tell yourself? What's the story you want to come true? Tell that story instead. It has a much greater chance of coming true. One question I ask myself regularly that I find extremely helpful is this. Is this serving me? Is it serving me to tell myself this story? Especially if it's a story that's negative and that I repeat over and over and over again. And a story where I'm always the victim of someone else's negative actions or motives. Or a story where I'm always wrong and at fault and a loser. Is it serving you to tell such stories? If not, change the story. You get to be the author of your stories, not just the reader of the stories. Oh, and one last thing. There's another episode of mine that you might also find helpful, and it's called How and Why to Stop Dragging the Story with You. It's episode number 111. That's it for today. Talk to you next week. That's it for today. If you've been finding this podcast helpful, please consider a donation to ensure I can continue. To choose the level of support that feels right to you, go to patreon.com slash Coaching. Please also review it on Apple Podcasts, like and subscribe to it on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd really appreciate it, and it helps others to find the podcast. Now, if someone in particular came to mind when you listen to this episode, please share it with them. And don't forget, I'm on Instagram at Higher Power Coaching. I run group and private coaching programs on creating healthy boundaries. And if that sounds like something that would interest you, head on over to barbchat.net where you can get on my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. My goal with all of my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life, like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.